poisonous bullets. The silent betrayal of Cindy Sumakaka. In the last episode, we delved into the mystery around Sindeso Makaka's death. It's still not clear whether he died because of complications related to his gunshot wounds or, if as the family believes, Sindeso was poisoned. And so, while you try to decide which side you believe, I want to turn your attention to another important question. Who would have wanted Sindeso Makaka that's Les Stuta. Remember him? It's not the ANC doing these things. I have to clarify that. You must not leave here thinking that it's the ANC doing these things. It's individuals that are doing this nonsense. It's greed, Chair. He was the friend who set tongues wagging at Sindeso's funeral, speaking out on corruption in the Umzimkulu municipality. His words punched the air as he rattled off dates, amounts and even names. Are you able to just pay yourself 6 million rand on Wednesday? Seven million on Thursday. Three million on Friday. You are paying one company, Kuyea, in East London. Many worried about his safety afterwards. It seems their fears were valid. Efforts to get a hold of Les Stuta for this podcast were futile. I'm told he has gone underground and very few people have access to him. At the time of Sindiso's funeral in September 2017, the 35-year-old's name was on a growing list of politicians who had been targeted in KwaZulu-Natal. The ANC's presidential battle was fast reaching its climax. That's why everyone thought political infighting was to blame for Sindiso's death. Are you saying state institutions, including the police, are being used for political ends? They are not the ones who are involved in killing, but they are the ones who are making sure that uh, cases don't get solved. I, I, I hear you. That's Sindiso's friend, Tabiso Zulu, testifying at the Moirane Commission, looking into politically motivated murders in KwaZulu-Natal. He strongly believes the commission's report won't be released before the 2019 elections. Zulu made an impassioned plea to the commissioners not to allow the final report to be used as a political football. It will be important that it must consider one, that politicians may, may sit on top of the report. Don't release the report before the 2019 elections. We are under siege. We are under pressure. For Tabiso, Sindiso's killing has everything to do with corruption linked to the Peace Memorial Hall. 
I was working on the story back in 2017, and this radio report basically sums up Tabiso's thoughts on the whole matter. This test to fight against corruption is equal to applying for a one-way ticket to hell or to heaven. An emotional Tabiso Zulu spoke about his comrade and friend Sinde Somakaka, saying the only reason why he's not alive today is because he dared to speak out against corruption. Comrade is dead now. Zulu says the ANC has done nothing to protect those who speak out. If we die, we're going to be given a funeral run where factionalists will come and come in. Zulu says during Zwilim Kiz and Senzum Kunu's terms as KZN ANC chairs, members had space to air their views, but now this is done through the barrel of a gun. Ziandang Ngobo, Eyewitness News, Mavo. They knew he was not going to tolerate corruption. And when he started fighting corruption, those rank and files who are rooted in corruption then took uh, uh, his life. At his graduation ceremony at UNISA last year, Julius Malema also confirmed having spoken to Sindeso about alleged corruption in the Umzimkulu municipality. Gata told me when I met him in Umzimkulu that there is a group of hitmen and criminals who take a blank tender document to a municipal manager and say to a municipal manager, you are going to fill this tender document for me. I do not have a tax clearance, and you are going to give me that tender of building the road, and it will happen. Because if the municipal manager wouldn't do that, then they are going to kill that municipal manager. Those are the things that Makaka was fighting against. So that's one theory, the one everyone knows. Sindeso was killed because he was about to blow the whistle and somebody or some people needed to get rid of him. But that's not the only theory. Now, I would have went to the EFM. I would be in parliament nicely, they're wearing red. (laughs) And there was a time when I was persuaded. Not that I was not persuaded. I was persuaded to go to the EFF. And the reality of the matter is that I was going to be number two in that list. That's Sindeso Makaka himself. Speaking at a lecture in 2017, the video went viral soon after he died. It's no secret that Sindeso and the leader of the Red Berets were close. I told him many times to leave the ANC, to come and be the national organizer of the EFF, because I knew he loved the ground. I knew he loved working with ordinary people on the ground. And he had agreed with me and he said, let me go and speak to my wife and my mother. This is done. I'm coming. I was still waiting for him. But from the horse's mouth, confirmation that he would not be joining the EFF. This movement have brought me up to be who I am today. This movement has contributed in my life in a manner that today I'm a better person than before. Mm -hmm. Then I said to myself, comrades, I wish you well. I will stay here because this is my political home. It seemed the two were so close 
that some started saying Sindiso was killed because he was about to cross the floor. I would have saved his life. I had a duty to save his life. While Sindiso and Julius never hid their friendship, it's clear that Sindiso's love for the ANC was also significant. So maybe the impending EFF love affair was not the motive behind Sindiso's brutal shooting. There's also another theory. It's something that I started thinking about after speaking to several people who knew Sindeso. I was trying to decide just how much information had not yet been made public about his life and death. And this was something I didn't expect at all. I'm saying he wasn't killed because of a love affair. This story goes, Sindeso was shot because of a love affair turned sour. We admit there was an affair. We also admit that those of us who were close to him knew about this and it was discussed. And the boyfriend of Sindiso's supposed mistress was actually behind his assassination. This was discussed at different levels. When I say different levels, I'm prepared to be specific. The people affected and involved in the situation, we discussed this rumor with them. I can assure you that he was not killed because of that. This is a hard topic for me to raise with the family. I'm not sure if they've even heard this theory before. Finally, 45 minutes into our interview, I pluck up the courage to raise the issue. That's a lie. That's a lie. I, that's a lie. There's visible shock and a glimpse of anger on Madlamini's face as I reach the end of my question. You can tell that she's hearing this for the very first time. So it seems is the family. It's the first time we hear of this. We don't know this. It's a story. It's just a story. Yeah, a story, a story, a story, a was assassinated because of him exposing corruption. They are all certain, almost immediately, that a love triangle was not to blame for Sindeso's death. I think it's also important to mention here that Sindeso's wife, Gugu, was not there when I went to meet the family. And later, her absence becomes really significant. But for now, back to the love affair. Tabiso believes the people who were really behind his friend's death are using the whole mistress thing to distract people from the real truth. I still, I still, I still, you, you are pushing that chip to me. I'm still denying he was not killed for that. Um... Uh, I'm, I'm still denying he was, he was not uh, killed for that. Remember, <clears throat> the thing about the affair is known. 
That matter was discussed and exhausted. It was exhausted even at other levels. And when you say at other levels, was it at a, at, a, at a family level or at a political level or at a community level? The people who are friends discussed. We don't wish to tarnish the name of someone who is still alive. So, a possible smokescreen. Why? You've been listening to an EWN podcast written and researched by Zian Dangobo, edited by Camilla Bath and produced by Peter Throne.